Meanwhile, at the Quiet Council, they've all been surprised by the newest member. Raven, my god, what have you done? I brought back my wife. Now, shall we vote? Or would everyone like to hear their fortunes? Oh, my, thank you, darling. I would just love to tell you all your fortunes. Hi, I'm Irene. Back from the dead. I'm here to, you know, kick shit up, as they say. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, anyway, so let's just uh, let's just get to it just uh, real fast. I just want to let you all know this is the most surprising one that I saw in my head. Storm, you're not going to believe what? it, but you're going to marry Black Panther. <laughs> I did that already. Oh, oh, right. Oh, I've been dead for so long. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just gonna like fast forward in my head a little bit. We're gonna miss. Sorry about that, Nightcrawler. Later tonight. Oh, that's right. You're going to do something oh. disgusting. You're going oh. to eat a bag of Funyuns. Nine. <laughs> and Sebastian, you're going to lose millions. Ooh. That's right. You're ruined. No. Ruined. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Call my financial advisor. Emma, Kitty, oh, I know what you're going to do tonight. And I just want to say that Raven and I approve. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Kitty! And Mr. Sinister, tonight you're going to suck a dick? Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> and Exodus, don't worry, a mouse just a mouse. You'll like it. Oh. And Xavier and Magneto? Yes, yes. You're all gonna die up there. Oh, chilly. <laughs> she referenced the exorcist old oh, friend. Oh, and Mystique, tonight you're gonna get your pussy finger bag tonight. Oh, it's been decades. Oh, that's right. My baby don't cheat on me. Oh. And by the way, everyone, I brought Irene back at the age I like her. 78. Ew. It's like Holland Taylor and Sarah Paulson. I don't know who that is. They, I've been dead for a while. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 197 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. This is it, everybody. This is when you get to hear me and my co-host, Evil Jeff. Say hi, Evil. Hi. You get to hear me and my co-host, Evil Jeff, talk about Inferno. Quick, play that Hot Topics music. What are you going to pick? Hit. We only have one Hot Topic. Inferno. Yeah, that's Play the right. Inferno music. <laughs> Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Burn, hey, fuck it. Why not? Now, let's play I Want Your Ex music. <laughs> I want your ex. <laughs> Yay. Oh, God. Oh, it's a fucking da- it's a dance club around. up here. Twirl. It's a it's, dance club. It's we a fucking dance so, club. We've been waiting for this. We are in rare form. We've been, We've been waiting, waiting for this. For this shit. We've been waiting for this shit. Let's up. talk about fucking Jonathan Hickman and Valerio Sheetie's Inferno Number One. 
I hated it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, I have to, I have a few uh, bones to pick. Oh Jesus! I do. Oh, actually, I just have it... one bone to pick. Let's pick some bones. Go. Um. Well, well, do you want to just go through it and then I'll bone? I'll pick the bone when I get to it. Let's do that. Okay. So right. this is starts the exact same way House of X starts. Ooh, but with a twist. With a twist. It's not Xavier. It's fucking Emma Frost bringing out Xavier and Magneto from their egg pods. So we're at Resurrection Central. Instead of Xavier bringing Scott and Jean back from the dead, like they did in House of X 1, we have Emma wearing Cerebro bringing Eric and Xavier back from the dead. Clearly, this is in the future, so they're fucking murdered at some point. Yeah, it begins with a flash forward, just like House of X did. So, interesting. Interesting. Now, then it starts talking about, apparently, we only watched one, like maybe, what, two? Two attacks on Orcus. The one from House of X and then the one with Mystique. Right? Yes. But yes. it looks like there have been many others. There have been many. And in fact, they laid out an Orcus map to show the response of those initial attacks. And Orcus has heavied up their defenses. There are guns and bunkers and sentinels and watchtowers, even a telepathic buoy system, all orbiting the sun. Orbiting the sun outside of the forge, Orcus's headquarters. So they're not fucking around, Orcus. The whole, all the data pages say, Orcus is no longer fucking around. Even to the point where they took their Omega level mutant to try and throw it into the sun, and he has an aneurysm and dies. Even when he, Magneto, even when he hooks up with mutant circuitry, even when he's assisted and augmented by other mutants yeah he dies also can we talk about the forge dyson engines are these dyson like the dyson vacuum cleaners like the vacuum cleaner are they evil stop that i love that it's my that is when i knew i made it when i was able to get the cordless dyson vacuum a fan with no blades yeah oh honey Honey, Evil. I have I have I have one of their I have their air purifiers in each of my room. And now I oh know God. that they're that they're trying to kill all mutants. Do I need to throw Are them out? Are you made? Are you made of money? Yes, A, throw out all your Dyson products because those engines killed Magneto. No. Second, I am made like of $700. It is, but you know what? Know how people go on vacations? I buy Dyson's products instead. Oh. I will well, tell you this. I got the new Dyson cordless vac, and now vacuuming is fun. <laughs> I vacuum this, all the time now because you don't have this to This podcast the cord has been brought to you by, by Dyson. Orcus. I am Orcus. Orcus. No, but I just will say it is the cord that was preventing me from wanting to vacuum this entire goddamn time. I have to tell you, last time I vacuumed, which was yesterday, that fucking cord. Getting it and wrapping it up and wrapping it down. And then, oh, is the oh my cord God. too and like, far away? It's, I vacuum over it. Yeah. Anyway, Inferno. Know, anyway, Inferno. Inferno. Aneurysm dies. X-Force sent over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over. Sometimes the result is unknown, which is interesting. Sometimes the mission is a failure. What I thought was 
more interesting than sending X-Force over and over, which is so dumb, by the way. They established that X-Force doesn't remember the last mission when they're resurrected and do it again. Why? Why would you not have them learn? Orcus is learning. Also, because we also know that, uh, but but that's the thing is last time they had Jean Grey, not Jean Grey. Who was the person in contact with them psychically? Was it the Cuckoos? Jean Grey. No, no, but who was on, oh, no, on, no, on Earth? Water and Xavier. No, but was the Cuckoos on Earth were the, the ones that she was teleporting, uh, telegraphing yeah, her mind Xavier. to? That's what I'm and saying. Storm. So, yeah. So why weren't they doing that again? Listen, the attacks, the mutant incursions on Orcus are flawed. They're flawed. Yeah, I don't get it. Bone to pick number one. What I like is the external agents that the mutants have hired, including the fucking tech net. And of course, you know, what's Jeff's favorite comic of all time? Excalibur from the night. It's this is I love them. Where's that comic? I want to see that. I want to see that. Listen, there's a panel with the tech net attacking. Yes. And it, it does not look good for the tech net, my friend. Well, we don't know if they all died, but it does look like some of them don't make it. I just hope that big bitch who's in the lead is still alive. And body bag, because I'm into vor. Yeah. Um, we also had a brood swarm led by brew that failed. How do like, you not? How can not you fucking fail? around? How can you fail with a, with a fucking brood? With a brood. A brood. What the fuck so, is going on? We keep trying. We keep failing. The humans and Nimrod ain't going nowhere. And then next we have something interesting. People were complaining a lot about reusing of panels. They were doing this in... Um, they did this a little bit in the X-Men. They were doing it in uh, um, the Ten of Swords stuff. Yeah. And... Um, and this time they didn't. They literally redrew, even though they were telling kind of the same story. They redrew the the entire scene between Destiny, Mystique, and Moira when she killed her in her third life. Let's. So this is where I have my bone to pick. Hickman said he couldn't fit all the story he wanted to tell into the four issues that comprise Inferno. Uh-huh. So he, in an interview, said, and I quote. I had to take out all the rogue stuff. And I was like, meh, I want rogue stuff. Like about like Des- Mystique Brand Destiny back. Like I want some rogue reaction. But no, no, no. Instead, we're just going to recreate four fucking pages from the original book. Yeah. I have a feeling that, rogue stuff. but I have a feeling that was probably the higher ups being like, we need to kind of give some sort of for people coming into this so that yeah. they kind of know what's going on. Well, Evil Jeff, there are some differences. Yes, yes. I don't remember. I remember I did go and look back and forth, uh, but I don't remember anything now. What did, what oh, did well, you... l- luckily, luckily, you're more type A co-host. <laughs> notes. Okay, what is um, the difference? One line is omitted. So the first difference, there is an early line omitted where Moira says, you killed my friends. She does not say that here. She does not say you killed my friends. She says something later in the new page that has been added about her friends being dead. So maybe they took it out for redundancy, but I have another theory. Speaking of that new page, 
it's between Mora saying, I, I don't know, and when they burn her. Yeah. So there's a whole new page. And here's the highlights. Mystique basically calls Moira a monster and says, the reason we're doing this is so that you don't be a monster anymore. Destiny then vaguely tells Moira about Krakoa. So that one is obvious why you can't have that one in House of X. Like she gave away Krakoa, essentially. Um, It might take one life. It might take, here's a new line. It might take one life. It might take many. This is destiny. But hiding in the corners of your mind is doubt. What if I was right and they were wrong? Is what destiny says that that is what she's afraid Moira is thinking. And she knows that Moira is thinking, I'm right. They're wrong. It's, it goes back to my theory about why they took out the line about Moira's friends. It's adversary. Like Moira is being set up to be adversarial. Um, this whole thing to me feels like mystique and destiny are the heroes of Krakoa trying to prevent Moira from going evil, going evil, meaning wiping out mutants, yeah, creating a cure. So that's like the whole new page is basically like mystique and destiny. Like you're a piece of shit and we're doing this. So you'll stop being a piece of shit, but there's a big line change when they burn Moira. Yeah. Instead of destiny saying, do this. So she doesn't forget what dying like this feels like, which was in house of X destiny says, so she doesn't forget what failing to change feels like. So she's talking about failing to change from Moira in life three, where Moira created the cure that would wipe out the mutant gene. It's so it's change from that. Yeah. And by the way, what failing to change feels like, feels like getting burned to death, AKA an inferno. Yeah. So I think they're setting up Moira to be the villain in this. Possibly. I think there's a good chance she's not going to be here at the end of this, which would be interesting because if she dies or she might be have to, I wonder if, but she, if she dies, if it starts over or if she dies um, or do they have to put her in stasis like they did yeah, like in the apocalypse. In the apocalypse reality. one. Because that's the one thing I'm interested in is what happens to those universes once Moira dies. Right. Do they right. reset or are they just a branch in a timeline that keeps going? Are they going? out there? Um, Thank you, what if? Yeah, and, and so next we see that the Orcus is kind of monitoring all the gates and they actually kind of notice Moira's kind of no-gate travel. Um. But the thing that I love is it turns out that uh, they they um, the the X Men have been monitoring it the entire time. Like Krakoa knows that they're monitoring. Yeah, yeah. So I like that they're not completely stupid. I do like that. I also like that we find that we um, we learn what major city Moira's no gate is connected to. Remember back in the day they said, "Oh, you've got a gate connected to a wonderful city with the best food. Don't complain." 
She's connected to Paris. 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 Oh, oh, and also, I'm sorry, on the page where it's revealed she's connected to Paris, she's also holding what looks like her burned journal from her third life entitled Project Cure. She's holding it now in her 10th life. But That is very significant. But how, how is that possible? I don't know. Maybe this is something she created in her 10th life, like early like back in the Mural Island days. But but if she already knows... Okay, here's the thing of... I'm going to get to my bone to pick. Um, she listens to Destiny. She doesn't try to find a cure. She tries to make mutants the rulers. Right? So... Now, so this is why you're saying she's the villain is because she's actually not doing all of this? I think she's trying to find a cure. I think bitch is tired and just wants to die. But that's the thing. If she's tired and just wants to die, why doesn't she just let destiny kill her when she's a child? When she's a kid. Or just commit suicide when you're a kid. When you're a kid. Destiny said it. But then the other thing that drives me crazy is... I do feel like she's doing everything that Destiny wants, but then at the same time, she hates Destiny, hates Destiny. And I will say, if she, it turns out she is a villain and she's actually doing the opposite, then all of this would make sense. My bone to pick is right now her hatred of Destiny while she's actually listening to her and doing everything seems a little like, oh, it seems a little too catty. It's based more on like... It's because, yeah, the bitch is up to something. Granted, you can, you can chalk it up to the trauma of being slowly burned and knowing that if she does anything Destiny doesn't like, Destiny's going to kill her. Sure. But I'm going to go to the scene where she's talking to Xavier and Magneto. And f- by the way, maybe it's Xavier and Magneto and their toxic masculinity bullshit that made Moira be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going back to the cure. Yeah. But Moira says, question is to them, question is, how goes the real necessary work of survival? The word necessary is framed in M dashes. It's bolded and it's italicized. To me, it's dripping with sarcasm. Yeah. That line to me says survival is unnecessary work. But then at the same time, if she is doing all of this to find the cure, why is she like, I feel like this is such a roundabout long way to go. There's playing the long game and then there's just playing a really long game. Although I I, I guess she is patient as someone who's lived all these lives. I guess she has time to, to wait. Or maybe Hickman was like, all right, fine. You fuckers want to keep the Krakoa shit going. I guess I'll have Moira just do an inexplicable 180. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, something else I find funny. So they collect, they being Xavier and Magneto, at Moira's behest. Don't erase i'm sorry not don't do erase destiny yeah get rid of any chance so xavier goes 
They show a panel, no dialogue, of Xavier going to Sinister, hand over Irene Adler's DNA. And Sinister is like, here you go. And there's that great panel or series of panels where Xavier kind of looks at Sinister like, this better be all of it. And Sinister puts his hands up as if to say, what? It's all of it. It's all of it. I don't have any more. I feel like Sinister already knows that Destiny has been resurrected already. Yeah, I have a feeling. My whole theory is that she was resurrected before this decision was made. Oh, hell yeah. Because the only other explanation is that either that is true or Sinister cloned her, her or Xavier and Magneto were part of the resurrection. And they don't look like oh. they are. Ooh, I don't. Yeah, I think this is. They look pretty surprised. Sin- they look pretty surprised. Others do not. And we'll get to that at the end. But first, Dougie. Yeah. Something odd. Something odd is happening here. Number one, the medical report of Black Tom. Black Tom, while he's fine, is having hallucinations of machinery under his skin. He feels a longing to surrender to them. Rather than wanting to get rid of the machinery, he wants to surrender to the machinery under his skin. So it's Warlock. What does that sound like? Warlock. Phalanx. Yeah. Yeah. That's some phalanx shit right there. Do you think it's Doug Warlock. Is, is, is playing into this? Do you I think, think Doug is, has his own agenda? That's what I was saying. Is, do you, is this Warlock on his own? I don't think so. I think this is Doug and Warlock are, have their and own Kr- game. And Krakoa. Yeah. Oh, so do you think Krakoa's in it or do you think they're doing this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because wasn't there a sinister blind item? It wasn't in the original. It might have been in the Marauders. That was like, it was post Araco. And it was like, oh, did you think there are two councils? At the time, I thought the blind item was referring to the Quiet Council and the Great Ring. There might be another. When I saw, well, they Warlock, said that in the Krakoa, rate of, They said that in the latest sword one too. Ooh. Oh no, they didn't say council. They said there was just another branch of the Araco Council because it only. Oh, has sure, nine. sure, sure. And then they said there were three more. They think. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would make I, sense. I think. I think. Dougie and Krakoa and Warlock have their own agenda. I do. And I think it's phalanx related because we're going to have to go full circle with powers of 10, right? Yep. Shit. Oh my goodness. And, and Bay the Blood Moon opening her eyes like a suspicious lover in a Lifetime movie. Do they still not know what each other's saying? They still don't, no. So all they can do is fuck? I want to tell you this. All they do is fuck. You, mm. That is not a sustainable relationship. I beg to differ. <laughs> I tried to have relationships solely based on sex, and I made it last almost a year. Holy and, shit. And then it was finally like, you're an awful person, and I have to like, yeah. stop. Well, that seems like that's coming, because Bay yeah. is either up to something or knows that Doug is up to something. Or she's already under his control. Oh, my God. If Dougie wasn't so goddamn adorable, I would not trust him right now. Well, if we all do remember, so I do. There's certain mutants that, in certain future, there's always the 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 oh, we go into the future and uh oh, 
look who's evil, look who's taken over. Like, you know how we went in the future and like Beast became like the big bad in Grant Morrison. Uh, Do you remember when New Mutants came back in the late 2000s, um, they went into the future for a bit and the big bad was Doug. Dougie! So he does have the potential for this and it has, it's not out of the realm. Yeah, and Warlock has been secretly living in Krakoa. Like, Doug pulls Warlock out of leaves, and Warlock fills his arm again, and then comes out. Yeah. But isn't that secret since the Ten of Swords, since he was the sword? Don't, doesn't everybody know at this point? Yeah, doesn't everyone, everyone definitely knows, because he's like out and about in New Mutants. He's like partying at the Hellfire Gala. But um, do you like? Yeah. Do you think Warlock is going to subsume Krakoa, and they're going to shoot up into like become a world mind or whatever one of those things is? I don't know. Or maybe they're actually going to do it to try and fight against the Phalanx. Maybe they don't want to be a part of it. Ooh. They want to go against it. Who knows? Or maybe this is his ultimate plan to destroy Nimrod. Because the only thing that could probably destroy <gasps> Nimrod is a Phalanx. Is a Phalanx to out Krakoa? Yeah. Oh, shit. They're just going to suck Nimrod right in them. They're going to suck Nimrod right off. Next up, we have some fun news where Psylocke is one of the new uh, captains. Yes, girl. And Bishop's the new commander. Yes. Cyclops is like, because I lead the X-Men. I, it's just too much is on my plate. Too much is on my plate. I'm fucking Wolverine. I'm fucking Jean Grey. I'm fucking everybody. Um, I'm fucking Captain America. Yeah, it's now just too. too. It's just too much. It's too much. <laughs> and then and there's some like... weird little thing. I, this, now I will just say, do you think this is like when Storm grants Bishop like puts the kind of crown on his head? They give each other this like look, and <laughs> I guess it's probably kind of a like. Like, look, you're black, I'm black. We're fucking taking this shit over. (laughs) These fucking white people are idiots. There's that, or it also could be like, maybe we should fuck later tonight. I can't tell. Wait, isn't Storm like his grandmother or something? What? Isn't Storm like, isn't it alluded that like Storm's like an ancestor of his? I don't remember that. Did I make that up? Well, I then what was all the flirting when he first came there? There was tons of flirting. He's the reason Forge didn't wouldn't ask her to marry her, even though oh, she was this... going to say yes. I don't know. All I know is I don't like this bitchy blood between Emma and Psylocke and Magic. I'm so afraid of an Emma Frost heel turn. I, I it's like I I fear two things. One, that Dewey and Gale are going to get killed in whatever the new scream is. And two, that Emma is going to become a villain. Here's the thing. I feel there are too many people on Emma being a good guy's side. And I think Emma turning into a villain just turned out so badly. I think everybody knows. I think everybody knows. Come on. We can't. And honestly, if Moira's the villain, it seems that's the one then thing. Emma will be the hero. But then, but, or but who? But we still don't know yet. It looks like the person that she's mostly against is it Moira, or is it Xavier and Magneto, or is it Xavier and Magneto because they're on Moira's side? I don't know. 
I think Emma's like, fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. Which, who can blame? So... And, and then the new captains go drinking. It's so fun. Scott's a big drinker. And then we have the Quiet Council. And then we have the Quiet Council reveal. <sighs> Xavier's so they... like, so... Uh, we're going to nominate new people. And also, I feel like some of us should quit, you know? Like, like this isn't about anyone in particular, but I feel like, I mean, maybe I'll quit. And Magneto's like, I think I'm going to quit. And, and so maybe some of us should quit. And, and Mystique's like, that's a great idea. And Xavier's like, oh, my God, thank God this bitch is quitting. Oh, my God, this was about Mystique the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But... She's not quitting. She has another little card up her sleeve. She's brought back uh, Irene. And I was reading this for the first time. I'm like, wait, it's happening as I read. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Like, I was like talking out loud. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And now let's take a look as it cuts to um, the looks. And I will say, everybody looks surprised. Except Um, Emma. Yeah. Emma gives a look like, Emma gives a look like, yeah. Even Sebastian doesn't give a look like he knows. He gives a look like, oh. He just just, loves it. He's just like, oh, this is going to fuck shit up. Kurt is surprised. Kitty is surprised. But Um, Emma's like twirling her hair. Storm looks like, what the fuck is going on? Doug looks horrified. Yep. So does Krakoa, by the way. Yeah. Sinister is loves it. So Sinister, I feel he's a part of it too. I think he definitely knows that he knew she was coming back. He knew that when he handed Xavier that DNA, that he had already handed it off to uh, Raven to get it. Up. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing is I am wondering that if they're setting up a lot of the stuff in New Mutants and even um, the way Hope has been rebelling in uh, the trial of Magneto, if they're mm-hmm. all of those are really setups for the five being like, actually, we'll just resurrect whoever the fuck we want. Whoever the fuck we want. And maybe Emma Frost, who we trust, convinced us that it's a good idea. Yeah. And but then Emma I is love like her hair, like, <laughs> what? And then if you take a look at the panel with Xavier Magneto, if you had an x-ray vision, like underneath, like they're both bumping each other's knees, like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do? Um, I, I do want to see Destiny's how old. Like, I'm here. I do want to see how old Destiny is. Oh, she's going to be a spry 78. You think she's going to be old? Yes. And she's going to be played by Holland Taylor. That would be perfect. Well, it starts it starts off with a bang. I'm very scared that it's, I, of where it's going to go because it can go so many different directions, but I'm, I'm here for the ride. I am here. I wonder, I did not translate the coming soon in Krakoan. Let's test my Krakoan. No, no, I don't know what any of these letters are. The second one's an E. I think I've learned that. I don't know. Destiny didn't know. Not enough letters. Anyway, off to a dramatic start. All right. 
right. Well, there's some other com- um, X-Men comics that came out as well. It was a good week. We have Wolverine and we have Sword. Let's talk about Wolverine real quick, because that's continuing on the story of him against... Um, What's his nuts with ad- adamantium? Solemn. Solemn with adamantium skin. Listen, here's what I didn't like about Wolverine. Ooh, the scary, bisexual, depraved predator who just wants to consume and have sex with everybody. And when he touches Wolverine on the arm, all straight Wolverine is like, don't touch me, fag. I didn't like the energy. Yeah. Also, the energy, especially since we know you're taking Cyclops's dick. And also, it's a little too close to the energy of Dakin when Dakin first came out. It just feels a little too much Dakin rehash. And not to get me wrong, I love this character. I do love it. But the relationship yeah, they're Solemn. putting it between, they're setting it up way too much as the relationship between Dakin and him. Of just, yeah, so that I just it's just it doesn't feel as fresh to me, and there were so many double crosses, and Wolverine's like what, and I'm like, what? You didn't think he was going to double cross you? I knew, you idiot. <laughs> this book is written by a straight man, yeah, and drawn by a straight man because this outfit that they have Emma Frost wearing at the end, she would not be caught fucking dead in. <laughs> Like, what, what was she doing? Chores? <laughs> but I do love that they set up, like, the one person that Solemn cannot best is Emma Frost. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a good issue. I just don't like the whole bisexual predator energy. I don't like it. Yeah. There's a lot of biphobia lately. A lot of biphobia. And they're all supposed to be pan. Like, get on board or don't. I've heard now things where people are like, buy and pan. There's people that are pan that say they're bi and they're kind of interchangeable and not to get on people's asses if they say that, which, whatever one they are. Yeah, and we that's great. We don't have to get on people's asses. But, but I just don't like the whole like, oh, this perverted predator. Yeah. Especially when everyone's fucking everyone on Krakoa. Right. We don't have time for that shit. That's old hat. Yeah. But maybe they'll set it up where then he can call him out on it, which I doubt, but. (laughs) (laughs) I've never made that noise on this show. (laughs) Sword, however. A storm. Don't fuck with storm. Do not fuck with storm. I love how it's like there is the there is the ghost of Brett next to me while I'm reading this where he's like, I just took your powers away. What are you going to do now? And I just like, bitch, <laughs> bitch, this girl don't need any powers. She has won two this fights movie. to the death. She's won two fights, one to the death without any fucking powers. Two of these. I know the original fight is Callisto, but also it happened with Marrow, and she ripped Marrow's fucking heart out of her chest with her bare hand. Wait, when was that? Oh, it was like the the Marrow period. Yeah, I, I hated all of that. It was like the Maggot Marrow Cecilia Reyes period. Yeah, and then the fact that she did, and I still I refuse to believe that Madeline Pryor was the reason Storm won the battle. Oh, fuck that. Madeline can think that. She can think that all she want, but she didn't. I was there. I was literally there when it happened. 
Um, this is basically a book about Storm gaining Arako's respect. Like, not just... Like, she already had Arako's respect, but, like, the one holdout is this demon, this monster, Tarn the Uncaring. And even he was like, you go, bitch. He is an Omega-level mutant that literally can manipulate anyone's DNA at will. That's pretty fucking terrifying. And he fucking makes... He makes her, like, a mutant with, like fucking tentacles Ooh. and like he makes her ugly my worst nightmare what is it though that there's a point where he says to her i was like not a hundred percent clear where he's like what are you gonna do now and then she just gives him this look and he's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she grabs she nuts but yeah she i do squeezed his balls yeah um yeah, don't fuck with with storm and a knife. It's like it's over. It's over it's for you. It's fucking over. But yeah, storm has basically just taken it all over. The one thing I don't like is that I wish I would wish because they're giving storm all of this stuff. It reminds me back of Grant Morrison, where it's like, oh, Emma and Jean and Sy- and Professor X, you're all going to do this. And then Storm has her own other separate thing. I'm sick of her being like the star and the leader, but of something different. Right. I want her to be in Inferno more. Yeah. Yeah. She don't give a fuck, though. She's like, y'all could do whatever you want on this island. I want to see that. Well, I would love it where Emma... Is like having a meeting with Storm being like, this shit's going down and I'm going to fucking do this. And Storm's like, all right. Knock word. yourself out, honey. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see that. Honestly, I just want to see that. I just want to see Storm just chilling with Emma being like, yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> because I will say the person with the poker face and all of those looks in Inferno is Storm. Storm is just sitting there with her hands, her chin on her hands crossed completely stone-faced like you have no idea right like don't you want don't you want storm to be the one to like straighten everything out in inferno yes uh back to the moment with tarn and storm he's like you can't last as the leader i took your powers away you're gonna like the next person who challenges you and the person after that like eventually you're gonna fall and she was like basically her look was like i don't give a fuck bring them on yeah and he was like oh storm i don't give a fuck i love it <laughs> also speaking of love it can we talk frenzy and cora being like the two bitches on the side what <laughs> that, the side there was some def- there was some definite there's some definite sexual tension between the two of them okay but remember frenzy's in love with cyclops too yeah well the best way to get over man is to get under a hot araka warrior lady Look at her chest. Ooh, her chest is so hot, Cora. <laughs> Literally, it's a furnace. An inferno, maybe? Ooh, <laughs> she's got an inferno inside her. All right, that's enough fucking X-Men. I think it's time to move on. What do you say? I say do it. I say there's some things that we watched and we should talk about the things that we watched. Yay, TV. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right, let's keep things in the Marvel universe before we move over to the DC universe. Ooh, what if we didn't stray from Marvel? 
Uh, what if is finally bringing it all together? These aren't all one-offs. These are actually, it's all, they're all, we're told for a reason and they're going to be tied together, it looks like. Hashtag it's all connected. Everything's connected. And the X-Men are going to show up in the next episode. Uh, No, just kidding. That was my favorite part of What If when it was about the X-Men and the comic. Okay. Um, Yeah, so this one's about what if Ultron won and not good. Yeah, not only did he win, I will say he defeated um, Thanos. That just seemed a little far-fetched to me. Immediately. But also, how great is it that he split Thanos in half? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ultron basically just uh, starts killing everybody, wins, just takes over. Not only takes over, just starts taking over the universe. But then he gets the the Infinity Stones and he's taken over the universe. And now he's just like, I did it. Fuck. Now what? And that's where things take a weird little shift. Very weird. Where the Watcher is talking and then suddenly you hear a, wait, what was that? And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's like Fleabag season two. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's the hot priest and Fleabag. <laughs> he's got, he's, Ultron's got hot priest powers. <laughs> and he, uh, here's the Watcher. And eventually he is able to reach the watcher and through that he's able to reach other dimensions and he realizes like oh access i can access the multiverse i can access the entire multiverse right when he was feeling purposeless cuz he like killed everything in his universe he's like well, now what oh there's infinite number of multi of universes so good now was the meanwhile there's a b story of black widow and hawkeye trying to like get this other kind of AI inside of Ultron. Yeah. Arnim Zola. Um, what is he, was he in the other movies? Oh baby. Which movie was he? It's been so long since I've seen the Iron Man's. Was it Iron Man? No. Captain America, the winter soldier. Captain America. Okay. Right, 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 right. And that's the thing is I knew all that, but I, I need to, I do. He's a real person in, Captain America one in the forties. And then in winter soldier, it's revealed that he digitized himself. Yes, yes, yes. I need to just, I think I need to go back and do a, a walkthrough of all the movies again. Cause they're all blending together. Listen, always, always, always watch the winter soldier. Anytime you're like, should I watch the winter soldier? The, the answer is yes. I know it's Brett's favorite movie, but I do think it's civil still, war. I keep watching civil war over and over. Cause I like civil war better. Yeah. But it's because Bucky isn't attractive. No, I'm just kidding. Those are fighting words. <laughs> no, I don't think I that. Just, I, think he, I think he's gorgeous. I think he's beautiful. Do you understand I that I just, for a second, I quit the show? <laughs> I literally quit the show oh for one God. second. Um, no, Bucky, Bucky can have me any which way he wants. Unless it's just, just with the, the fake arm, then I'm not down with that. Did you happened to watch the covenant anytime in the past decade the covenant it's that homoerotic male witch movie with taylor kitsch and steven Strait. 
high school boys who have the power of witches. Oh like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't watch it, but I remember. Isn't there like? A, but isn't there like a lot of shower scenes and they're all topless? A lot of, lot of shower scenes. Oh, is Bucky one of those? Um, Bucky's the evil. He's the evil high school boy. And did you hear about Bucky. the other piece of news about about what's the actor who plays him? Sebastian Stan. Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. Um, Sebastian Stan, do you know what he, he, him and one other actor were vying for the lead? Do you know what movie he was going to be in? No. He was going to be in this vampire movie, but some actor named Robert Pattinson beat him out for the part. <gasps> no. He oh was God. going to be in Twilight. So Sebastian Stan could be Batman right now? I know, right? He could have fucked Kristen Stewart. And maybe Ooh, she wouldn't have become a lesbian. By the way, speaking of The Watcher, he's also Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman movie. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. Um, Anyway, you have to watch The Covenant. It's evil high school witch Sebastian Stan with no shirt on. Okay. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, Basically, Ultron and The Watcher start fighting it out over the multiverse. Ooh. What a slugfest. And they can't, and Black Widow, they can't download the AI because he's not in the universe. He's not in the universe. Ay, ay, ay. So, and there was one weird part in the fight where he kind of, where Ultron turned into Galactus, where my boyfriend was like, is that Galactus? I'm like, no, that's Ultron. And they're like, wait, is Ultron Galactus? Are they trying to say Ultron is Galactus? So I was like, are they, I think it was just like a fun reference. No, but he did um, punch him into some Star Wars planets. Oh, were they really Star Wars planets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why can't they mm-hmm. give an X-Men thing then? Oh, because, because I don't know. Anyway, uh, finally, he go, the Watcher escapes into the little pocket universe of the evil Doctor Strange. And that's when he's like, and he's like, I need your fucking help. And the evil Doctor Strange is like, I need you to fucking say it. <laughs> so he's going to recruit evil doctor strange captain carter party thor like we're doing this yeah uh t'challa um star lord t'challa um the head of probably and then what's and then then what's gonna be the thing that takes down ultron ultimately it'll be the zombies oh interesting yes nothing beats zombies are you picking up my segue are you trying to segue into something else? I am. Oh, I guess we're going to start talking about, ew, I watched a DC show. Ew. Ew, so did I. It was DC. And there's something called Doom Patrol. Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. We have also. four episodes. We only talked about the first one because I didn't see the other two, the other ones. Yeah. But we're Evil now. Jeff. Yeah. Aren't they? Aren't they three really good? Like episode two, three, and four. Aren't they really good? I will say this. This show, I am kind of just like, how is this? How is this? How are these being greenlit? There are so many shows out. So weird. And there's this show is so weird. And so so weird. I just am like, do I just feel like it's made for like you, me, and like four other nerds. I mean, I'm so happy because it's so great. But a part of me was just like, how is this on season four? Is it it three, four, three? What's the line like in uh, three? What's the line in season one? That's like, who is this? Who are you talking to? Oh, Grant Morrison fans and bubble like something else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so we get a vacation episode, a team dying episode, and then the team coming back as zombies episode. And can Three I... solid episodes. Yeah, so the vacation one, it was very fun dealing with a lot of character angst, character Yay, arcs. Yay, they get drunk. But then they all get murdered. But 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 oh! But before that, they danced together, which I kind of <laughs> cried a little bit. Oh my god, you faggot! I'm um, such a faggot <laughs> when it comes to that shit. By the way, tangent: yeah. the other two, my new favorite show, certainly my husband's new favorite show. He binged the okay, entire well, second season. Um, can me. can I get? You need to send me some flowers or something because I'm like, how about it's the other favorite. two? And you're like, it's what? I'm like, this show is literally made for you, Brad. What the fuck are you not watching this for? Also, they use the word faggot willy nilly. <laughs> oh, that faggot. one where he's like, I think he's not a real gay. He's like, of course he's not a real gay, you faggot. <laughs> Where he's like, when he's so happy, if he's on a bench, he's like, I have a boyfriend, faggot. <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable, um, realistic oh, depiction me. of Their a creative behavior. gay person. Ab, I have never related to a gay man more in my life. And you're just like, I will say in that show, the first, the, the first guy he dates in the first season, the Asian teacher... Oh, the teacher? Oh. That teacher reads him to filth, where he's like, reads he's like, I think we need to break filth. up because I think you don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. And you literally see in his face, like, stabbed with a knife. Did you ever improvise around him? Yeah, I've improvised. Drew, Drew I, I, I did a few shows with him. We were in the same circle of gay people. And here's the crazy thing. When I did the final level of the Groundlings to get into the Sunday Company, he was in it. And at the very last minute, he got the how um, the how I met your father pilot and dropped oh, out. Ew! And he dropped out. Oh! And so I always am like, in the what if world, would we be friends? Probably not. He probably been like, I'm the only funny gay one. You're awful. Sure. And you're. I mean, but anyway, um, I did do he's some like, improv with him. Probably would have been like. Go, but I will tell you this: I used to see yourself. him at UCB Herald shows. And I was always deeply in love with him, but he wasn't gay until suddenly the diversity showcase came out. And he was like, oh, actually, I am gay. (laughs) And he came out once he realized he could get into the CBS diversity showcase and then got a new agent and then started getting all these roles. So um, I guess if that's the way to come out, (laughs) I'm not going to come out until it benefits my career. Hey, all right, back to Doom Patrol. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, he's really cute, though. Anyway, um, Doom Patrol, um, the thing that's really fun with um, the second episode is there's other gay fun people, is the, the Ghost Detective Agency. Is that based off of real yes. characters? Yes, the dead boy detectives. They're from Sandman. Those are the ones from Sandman that you were telling me about. Yes, it's them. I want so that's them actually, to have, They need to have their own It was episode show. three. They need to have their own show because they were delightful. So in episode three, when they die, um, the only one who doesn't die is Dorothy Spinner. And so she hires the dead boy detectives and their alive friend. Well, uh, and uh, and uh, what's his name? Matt Bomer. Oh, yeah. Matt Bomer. That, yes. Um, to, to contact the rest of the team who had died. And they do. And they went to bring in the team back from Purgatory. But the dead boy detectives were so amazing. And like when Matt Bomer's character in Negative Man said to one dead boy, I think you're in love with the other dead boy. And the other dead boy was like, that might be so. 
but he can never know. Like, I was like, oh, I love this. And then Matt Bomer's like, hey, um, it's the present. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like you can. It's not 1906 anymore. When yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. We don't care about that anymore. Um, yeah, it was fun. And of course, it had probably my favorite line so far of the entire show of when they're escaping and then the evil death's assistant chases after them and they're on the boat and then she just shoots this vomit out of her mouth and and then they just and they're like ah and then they stop and then they're like it's just vomit it's just vomit it's just vomit yeah and then it's just like happy music playing oh my god this show oh, is so, so fucking good. funny it's so good um but that leads to because the vomit actually wasn't great i think right. it was the vomit that caused this it they turns do them, suggest it was it turns them all into brain craving zombies in the next episode and it is so funny watching them communicate as zombies with subtitles with what they're really saying to one another yeah and in this they end up um having a zombie battle with the evil butt monsters from season from season two season two yeah which leads to a zombie butt which which also leads to zombie Crazy Jane eating butt to fight the butt monster. Oh, that was like, so Eat. gross. That was so gross. She eats the ass. She's like diving into his fucking crack. <laughs> and then in the end, it turns out that they have to eat um, Niles. Because actually, once you eat the brain, it actually cures you. It cures you. Yeah. And so Niles, who is a severed head, sacrifices himself so that they can de-zombify. But then we have Michelle Gomez. Oh, Madame Rouge. What is her... Give me the lowdown of what. who is she in the comics? Because you said she's sometimes she's bad, a, sometimes good. Yeah, she's like a mystique in the Doom Patrol. Literally, because she can shapeshift. And as you... like. Do think she can do more than turn into a bird and turn into an ottoman? I do think she might have been the the Elastigirl, like the second Elastigirl that pushed our Elastigirl back into the room where she was killed. Yeah, well, I mean, we we they... we do see um, we do see that uh, her face she does change into another person when she when the the girl from the drama club gets killed. Oh, yes. Her face does change a few times then, too. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the cool thing is a cool, cool. That's a cool thing of do you think then when she looks like Elastigirl and pushes her in, do you think that happened before or do you think this happens after? Well, they do have a time capsule, so who knows? So this is all, it's all leading to a really fun, interesting place. Although, is Niles really gone now? I I think they should remove Niles from... Because it was like, like oh, I'm here digitally. Oh, I'm here as a zombie. Like, as a, as a zombie. I'm here as a ghost. I'm like, how many yeah. of you are there? Right. I, like, I, from what I remember of the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol, like, Niles Calder didn't play into it very much, I don't think. Yeah. I think Morrison got rid of him. And Negative Man was pregnant in Morrison's run. 
what was became, he what was he pregnant with he he was this is vague but in Morrison's run Larry Trainer wasn't the only being wasn't the only like persona inside negative man there was a woman also and the the character was actually androgynous the character actually had no gender it was like a negative man and a negative woman kind of in there together. And the character was actually called Rebus and was kind of both genders or, or all genders or genderless. But then what was the baby? I can't remember. And then there was some sort of pregnancy thing. I'll have to go back. But it all looks I remember like is like seeing there. Larry pregnant reminded me of that character's iteration in Morrison's run. And oh, we also got to see um, Danny the ambulance. I don't think what, did we see him before. Right, Danny the ambulance from Gerard Way's yeah. Doom Patrol. That's great. They're bringing the Gerard Way stuff in now. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking fun. Um, so earlier you sent me a TikTok about um, what I sound like when I try to wa- get you to watch American Horror Story, uh, which it's fair, totally accurate, fair. Uh, also, basically the, the ending, <laughs> the ending of the current first half of Double Feature was so bad. It was, it was that's that's what happens. I love it ending because basically this TikTok I said, but someone being like, "You have to watch it. You really have to watch it. it's so." And he's like, "But does it end good?" But anyway, so then the other things but happen, anyways, and the then he's like, half, "Yeah, but how does it end?" And he's like, "But then now we're doing aliens. <laughs> they never can end good." Question. I don't know why you put yourself through that horrific. torture. Why do you put it yourself so through bad. the torture? For the moments, for the moments along the way. But the reason I'm bringing it up is the first episode of the Alien one ends with the two hot gay boys being pregnant from Aliens. Nice. Yeah. So. Wait, do they fuck? That's do they right. fuck other aliens? We don't know what happened. They oh. fuck each other, and then they both got abducted, and then they took a, they oh. pissed on a on a pregnancy test, and they came well, up I positive. I guess that's uh, what the probing is. That's what the probing is. I could use a good probing. Who? Can't? Especially by most of the cast of Titans. How's that segue? Like, seriously, like that's a great segue. I mean, let's talk. Let's talk about Titans. We've got Brenton Thwaites as Dick Grayson, the hottest thing on the planet. We've got whoever the fuck as Superboy, the hottest thing on the planet. We've got Curran Walters as Jason Todd, the hottest thing on the fucking planet. And this Beast Boy. What's his name? Ryan Potter as Beast Boy, so the hottest hot. thing on the fucking like this show. How is old like a is um? Fest. How old is uh, the new Robin? Uh, the one that plays Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Are we allowed to say he's hot? Ooh, I don't know, but he is. He's he's uh, handsome. <laughs> I'm now going to look up. Well, while you're doing that, I have to say you were coy with me. I was an episode behind you, and you had seen the Raven. I know, Donna right? Tro- Jesus Christ! Yeah, and you had seen the Raven Donna Troy episode, and I said I just want Donna Troy to be back from the dead. And you were like, "Well, they do answer that question." <laughs> and then I watched it, and it literally ends with Bruce Wayne saying, "Donna Troy, I thought you were dead," and she goes. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, by the way, Tim Drake, um, Jay, like, like Hergo is 23 years old. 
Oh, yeah. So he's hot. Do you love a 23-year-old? Yeah, they're all so hot. Oh, my God. I mean, God. I would fuck Donna Troy. She's hot as shit, too. She is. Thank you. I think she's the only woman that I'm legitimately attracted to. She is The one thing so I want to say is... Sexy. Um, it's the coat. What was going on with the ending of of Raven in the last season? <laughs> right? Where she was in college, but she wasn't really in college, and her father was manipulating her. And now she's just like, oh, I've, I'm actually like chilling out with all the Amazons. She's like, I went to I went to Wonder Woman Island. It's fine. They 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 did Wonder Woman stuff. It's fine. <laughs> um but yeah it finally looks like uh Donna Troy is back, Raven is back, Tim Drake is not dead. Hawk he's dead. still dead. I knew I knew from moment one he was not gonna come back. Oh, I was yeah. like, he's going to have to sacrifice himself to save the other two. But luckily, and, the but, original but dove. That's like the but the original dove was there. Oh yeah, that was so nice. So we had. He saw the original dove in yeah. heaven. Oh. And uh, but then, meanwhile, it looks like Jason Todd is kind of realizing, oh, this was all from the drugs. I want to go back. They did want him to go back, but the scarecrow used him. Like, they almost took me back. Yeah, they used him. Um, he used that to end up getting them to drug all of the water with a hallucinogenic. And, bl- and blame it on the Titans. Yes. So everybody wants to kill the Titans. Oracle ended up having to kill a cop. So she's now arrested. Um, she's like, so uh, the Titans are all enemies. Um, but fucking Raven's back and she's ready to tear shit up. So is Donna Troy. They'll be like, all right, let's fucking do this shit. Like, doesn't it feel like they're they're hyping up Donna Troy to be like the big savior? Like Donna Troy is going to be the one to save Gotham? I hope so. I fucking hope so. Because have I mentioned I love Donna Troy? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see like, what is this is all leading up to and i'm curious if they're going to be leading up to a cliffhanger or if they're assuming this is the end if they're going to give it like an ending yeah i can see this being the last season yeah so i'm interested i'm interested it looks like there's probably like two left maybe bring them on god damn it's good stuff i love it i love these shows there's too many shows really i really love these D, these fucking DC shows. Yeah, they're really. Good. You know, someone wrote into us and said that we should, we really need to check out Star Girl. You know, and like admitted, like I know it's I, I know it's these CWDC, but it's very charming, and you should watch it. I'm like, okay, girl. I know, but then that means if we do that, suddenly we're gonna have to watch Supergirl, and then we're gonna have to watch Arrow. Oh God! We're gonna have to watch Legend, uh, Legends Flash. of Tomorrow. It's too much. I know. We'll try. Especially with there's still Why the Last Man. I have to watch that uh, (gasps) Midnight Mass. Only three in. I got to watch Midnight Mass. Jesus Christ. Plus, I'm still watching. uh, There's like three K-dramas that I'm currently watching. Oh, my God. Who can do it? problem. Only murders. Oh, well, I want to bring this other. But here's one thing I would like you. I'm going to just throw this out there because I do think we need to kind of talk about this. It's the the number one show in the world right now. We probably should maybe look at it uh, called Squid Game on Netflix. Oh, it's the number one show in the world. Mm -hmm. Isn't it like Battle Royale? Yeah, it's Battle Royale, but in Korea. 
But the whole thing is they only play children's games. Like Red Light, Green Light. Like Duck, Duck, Goose? Yeah, yeah, like that kind of, but whatever they do in Korea. But the, you know, the first one's Red Light, Green Light. But if you move, you get shot. Evil Jeff, the reason I didn't read Avengers Arena is because I kind of hate this premise. You do. I do. Like, I don't like this murder. Yeah, I'm actually, that's why I haven't watched it yet is because it's like, oh, we just need to, it, it's always those things where you, they set you up to like a character and then they get murdered. Yeah. And then I, like, I understand like all your favorites, like die horribly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But just throwing just, it out there, it's oh. it's it's the most popular show in the world. Because people are fucking deranged. <laughs> Although I did have to explain to my mom, my mom is watching it. And so my mom is like... Your mom? Yeah. And my mom was like, although it's like the dubbing is so bad. I'm like, well, don't watch the dubbing. Watch it with the no, subtitles. watch it with subtitles. And she's like, you can't. And I'm like, yes, you can. And I had to take a yes, video. I had to take a video showing her how to oh my God. change the audio to Korean. She's so stupid. She's like Pat Dubeck. <laughs> Don't call my mom stupid. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I did that. That was your mom. <gasps> I, 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 lost, I lost that that was your mom for a second. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean yeah, that. Yeah, fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, is that everything? Yeah, that's a, that's all of it. Jesus Christ. Well, Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Inferno's Inferno. happening, baby. Although, can this hap- come out every week? Do we have to wait? Can, a I month? was just gonna say that, girl. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for that shit. Ooh, we got Hawkeye coming up soon. Oh, that's right. That's right. Shit. And we have our 200th episode coming up. Yes, we do. Very exciting. Boo! Make sure to tune in. It's going to be magic. Or not if we're too busy. <laughs> but hopefully, it might just be yes. a normal episode. <laughs> but we'll see what we can do. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, no, thank you. And And... <laughs> And we are, you're the only other person listening. Um, I am so um, excited to talk about all of these new things. Although I am scared that we are in, I feel like I'm in end phase television because it's just, there's just too much amazing stuff that I've always wanted to be on TV is on TV. I feel like it's like giving it to me. I feel like I'm just, I feel like next year we're going to be like, why the last man? Yeah. I feel like next year we're going to be like, there's nothing to watch. Right. Because they did all the TV. All the TV has been done. It's done. Right. No, listen, we still got, uh, we, we have a, um, something is killing the children. That's going to happen oh, sometime yes, soon. Yes, yes, Oh, the, the boys yes. season three. The boys with fucking Jensen Ackles as, as soldier boy. Ugh. Yeah. And, and just to bring it up, we were talking about Squid Games, which is the number one show in the world. And number one, yeah, yeah, deranged. <laughs> I hate to bring this up though, but if you do watch shows on Netflix, well, I hate to break it to you, that makes you <gasps> queer. <sighs> Netflix and chill, baby. Bye. Bye.